Welcome, mere mortalites, to another book recap month. That is it. We are at the end of August, and so we are going to go over all the books that was released during the August of the Mere Mortals book reviews channel. Mostly mine, and then one with one, so we got a little bit of a bonus. So seven from me and one for number one, and I'm just going to jump right into it. The first one, Catch-22, a nine out of ten. Holy damn, this is a funny book. If you've never read a war book before and you don't want to be mm, too get too deep into the world of the destruction, the mayhem, the sadness of it all, Catch-22 I think is a real good introduction to that because it is just so absurd, so funny that you don't even really need to view it as a war book if you don't want to. You can just view it as a, a classic like funny book but then getting deeper into it, it does have some themes relating to death and the waste and, and whatnot. So this is the second time I've read this book. The first time I thought it was absolutely fantastic. I think I even rated it a little bit less. So it was amazing that it held up with a second viewing. It's just got everything. Perfect page length. Like I wasn't getting bored, but it wasn't too short. It had a gradual decline into a deeper theme. And then right at the end, you get a little bit of a jolt, something unexpected that lifts your spirits again. So overall, thoroughly, highly recommended Catch-22. The next one was Heart of Darkness. I gave this a 7.5 out of 10. So this, the first book was by Joseph Heller, um, Catch-22. Heart of Darkness is by Joseph Conrad. A look into the world of the ivory slave trade in Africa, in the Congo, to be exact. And just a really good short story. It's not too long. It uh, builds up in a very, I guess, like slow meandering fashion there's not a quick jump or quick scenes the plot line is relatively simple the the main character marlo goes into the jungle and and finds this enigmatic kurtz who is an ivory trader and has all these ambitions and grand designs and things for the world and it's a i really think it captures nicely that descent into darkness into madness uh, in particular i wouldn't say evil uh, even though you could definitely describe the ivory trade as evil but no more a descent into what it's like to lose your own mind what it's like to be isolated what it's like to be in a place where everything is completely foreign and very dangerous as well so uh, a fantastic story got some great deep themes into it and yeah, considering how long it was written ago, this is you know at least a hundred years. Uh, a very very solid book. From here on, it's not super great. It's about my average, which is six and a half out of ten. I've, I've done the math. I've done the calcs, the stats. One day I'll I'll put it up here on the screen for you as well. But on average, I give books about a six and a half out of ten. Max getting up to nine, nine and a half. Lowest usually getting to like three or four if i'm reading a three or four book it usually means i'm doing something wrong and i should have quit halfway through or you know 10 percent of the way through anyway the next three books are all six and a half so in no particular order of mice and men by mr john steinbeck there's been a a couple of book reviews of of steinbeck's books before the grapes of wrath for example and sweet thursday was another one and yeah just really it was, a, it was a nice book. It was very short as well. So uh, I did read a lot of shorter books this month. And I can see why people would rate this as a classic, as one of their best books. It does hit home really hard. You can tell from the outset that this is not going to have a pleasant ending. The I think if you've read The Grapes of Wrath in particular, you'll know just how well Steinbeck is at creating this overpressing 
air of of something bad is going to happen and that it's it, creating a situation where nothing good is going to happen so if we're looking into the the great depression for example yeah sure the you can have individual instances of maybe something good happening you you find a new job in this case uh, but no there's this overwhelming air of like god damn this we're in a bad time and so he creates a really really nicely in this book the ending uh, is absolutely tragic as well really really heartbreaking and heart-wrenching to to read a book like that so yeah i would i would recommend it for me why i gave it such a low one was because it was so short i i feel these short stories they're, they're hit and miss for me uh, the old man in the sea by ernest hemingway i really i quite like that but i'd very doubt that a a short short book like this less than 100 pages is or you know only what an hour and a half two hours of reading maybe is ever going to make my top 10 of all time list for example because it's just there's something about a a longer story which uh you know draws you in and and gives you more time to play around with the themes and whatnot and 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 for the author to to dive deeper into them as well so another one is the sailor who fell from grace with the sea by yukio mishima this was a once again a solid book, just not not my style. It was uh, it has this very um, what's what's the word for it? He, he has this style of sentimental. I think is really good way to describe it. So he's always describing these emotions that are dwelling up inside him. I, I really wonder: is this what some people experience in their day to day life? Do they feel these? you know, heart, every instance, it's like, you know, they walked along the park and that walk along the park was just filled with the sparrows. The way the sparrow looked me in the eye was <laughs> was uh, deepened and mystifying. The, the way the wind flowed in the grass was edifying and I realized it contained a part of my own soul deep within this, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, maybe some people experience this, but uh, not not me. So, Whilst I enjoyed the story, whilst I enjoyed his look into glory and into death and destruction in a not super, almost an inhuman way in the fact that it's not even caring about humans, so that you can have the inhuman way of wanting to destroy humans, but this was more just a humans are boring, selfish, stupid creatures, and yeah, the the ending of that as well is it's a good book to to read for the ending, and you'll probably be like me and be glad that it got cut short. Another one, which was six and a half out of ten, was Breakfast at Tiffany's by Truman Capote. And yeah, you would have heard of this before, most particularly for the movie um, with Audrey Hepburn, which is one of her most famous ones. A look into the lifestyle during the mid-war, uh, mid-World War II in New York City, the socialite scene, the glamour, the glitz, the everything that was going on there in that time. And uh, what I really liked about this is it, it exposes a time when there was just not a lot of men around. Uh, there seems to be something really peculiar about that, that atmosphere they can create where it's, uh, in, for example, in My Brother Jack, and mostly this is in war-type books because what's the other reason there's no men? Um, maybe I need to find a book out there which is like a, a book where all the men have died off or it's a virus that only attacks men and see how the, the author creates that world. But uh, I really liked the, the look into that sort of 
atmosphere, what it was like with just having a lot of women around. And then also the charisma, and in particular female charisma. What is it about Holly Golightly that draws you in? What is it about this main character who, you know, she has so many bad qualities about her, the, the selfishness, the, the uncaring, the, uh, you know, lateness, the uh, just completely oblivious, almost fickle nature, all of these things where you individually you'd say, if you describe someone like that, you're not doing them a service. You're saying something bad about them. But with Holly Golightly, it's just like she has something about her. There's something about her that you you are drawn into. Uh, I really like that. And also, it really did get me thinking about how a person's character and their charisma, it's almost like you need to take out select little things to actually have that charisma. It's not like you become more charismatic by adding things into a personality. Maybe maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you take away certain things and that's what is charisma. That's what draws people in. I, I found that a new, a new idea I hadn't thought of before, so I was glad I read that book. Once again, just a short book. I, I'm not, I'm not going to rave and rant about it, but yeah, solid, solid. Uh, another one is Mortality by Mr. Christopher Hitchens. A sad book. They're a, a sort of memoirs of sort of his dying days of his last year and a half of life on this earth after he got esophageal cancer. So that's cancer of the, the lungs and the esophagus, obviously. And, you know, it was a bit of a pitter-patter sort of book. There was no core central theme to it. In one moment, he'd be exploring what Niche said. In another moment, he'd be talking about the stupidity of of hospital not stupidity of hospitals more the the general malaise the uh, weird feeling it is where everything is getting a lot harder so even just taking a couple of steps to the bathroom becomes an absolute chore a pain uh, you know registering five or six out of ten on the pain scale or whatever it is of losing your hair of the vanity metrics of the good things in life as well so he explores a lot in this particular book and the one thing I really wish was in it was I wish he had more a a description of his own thoughts regarding life and how how one should live it because he, he has some sort of bits in there but in particular he explains yeah I had a debonair lifestyle I was a gluttonous he smoked a lot he drank a lot he partied hard and everything he'd done in this he did in life was full of action and vigor it was a vigorous life but it also ended in his life you know dying 20 years younger than the average person would so what does he think of that was that worth the trade-off you know it's hard to say because obviously he didn't get to experience those years of 61 to 81 whatever it is and so those years might be full more of pain of suffering in any case because your body's getting older so uh, you almost need to live two lives to be able to fully get into it but yeah i i enjoyed the book just yeah you know it's it's a bit of a depressing book you you're not really wanting to to read about mortality uh, all the time maybe once in a while and what i really got out from it was how funny it is that you can have a person who me personally, he talks about topics I do not care about. Politics, about pop culture, about religion. You know, these are topics I generally st- stay clear of because I just find them a little bit uninteresting to, to talk about much. But him as a character, as a person, he seemed like a really cool guy. So I plan not plan on reading his other books because he's going to talk about religion and politics and things like that. But I do have his memoirs. Whoa, 
I do have his memoirs and I do want to, to read them. If you're wondering what the noises are as well, I'm doing this outside for a well, a change. Yeah, so something a bit different. I might be doing this more often in the future. I'm not I'm not so sure yet. Mere Mortal Lights, we'll have to see. The last one of the books that I reviewed was Cub, The Cubs and Other Stories or Los Cachorros y Los Jefes or, or vice versa, Los Jefes y Los Cachorros by Margas Mario Vargas Llosa, the Peruvian writer. I read this book in Spanish. Goddamn, what an absolute uh, slog fest. This was definitely... uh, So I actually read this in... Not in August. I read this in July. And I'd been sort of sitting on the book for a while, just waiting to, to include it into my book reviews. And it was just full of slang. It was very, very hard to read, even for my Spanish level, which is getting up there in in terms of the fluency level it was not super interesting for me lots of short stories i I just don't particularly get into them that much i prefer a a longer narrative so that didn't uh, excite me in any particular way and mostly it though it was the the slang the the use of the peruvian Miraflores, the the Lima, um, Limeñas, Limeños, I think that's what they call themselves, those type of people. It'd be, just imagine the most, uh, the person who uses the most slang that you have ever heard and then putting that in another language. You know, it's going to be very, very hard for a non-native speaker and even a non-native person from that city or country to really understand. So a bit of a struggle for me. The stories themselves as well were, these were written earlier in his career, so they weren't as great. I've, he wasn't as great a writer, I would say, as he was in, in some of his later years. So those were the seven books that I got to. One did a review on The Art of Resilience by Ross Edgley. I watched that review. I, I thought it was a, an intriguing book as well. The one certainly gave a couple of, of um, nice hints in the book, something to keep you to in, in the book review I should say to keep you guessing what actually happened I'm actually going to ask him off screen and maybe in, in the next meandering some musings what what actually happened in it because it, it did intrigue me and I, I don't feel like reading, reading the book uh, but yeah that that mental factor as well what it is like to do something so hard such as swimming around Great Britain for I can't remember how long it took him you know six months to a year something like that and that constant degradation of the body that constant every day i've got to swim six uh, 12 hours i think it was every day i've got to do x god damn man that is uh, just brutal it's just a brutal brutal experience so some fascinating things to to learn from a man like that particularly on the mental side of of what it is like to go and do something so crazy hard and difficult so those were the seven books and one extra book uh, from the Mere Models book reviews for the month of August. What are some of the things coming up? Well, I can tell you that we'll have a little bit of a French philosophy. Oh, candide. Um, we will have The Little Prince by another French writer. Not sure how you pronounce his name. Antoine de Saint-Exupéry, something like that. And going clear, so even though I just talked about how I don't care about religion, I'm going <laughs> to look at the Going Clear book by Lawrence Wright, and this is all about Scientology. And I've also said that I want to do a book on Buddhism, so this will be probably not one of the Buddhist texts. I'm a little bit out of that phase now of, of going deep into those, 
but I want to read another Buddhist book of some sort. So stay tuned for that. Maybe buy one by Jack Cornfield. And that is it for my recap of August 2021. If you're watching on the video and you can do the nice things of liking, subscribing, commenting, that would be fantastic. What do you think of those books? And if you're watching or listening, I should say, via the audio, I would recommend that you check out the Memorials channel in general because we do talk a lot about, well, you can do that if you're watching the video in any case, because we do talk a lot about the ideas in the books as well. So a lot of the ideas which I read about, I will subsequently want to delve deeper into with Juan. So going on to those and, and checking that out, that's just the Mere Models podcast, I would recommend. I think you could get some enjoyment from it. Other than that, I really do hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are in the world. Karen out. <laughs>